It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pankowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. But let's talk about those markets because, boy, there's been a lot going on. What, what, what are they doing today? Uh, we're having a very strong balance today, so that's the good news. Um, but uh, basically, over the past week, the S&P is still down 1.4%, Dow down 1%, and TSX has uh, really been holding up the best. Uh, investors continue to remain on edge due to rising commodities, uh, the price of oil, of course, and uh, the Ukraine conflict. And when you're looking at uh, the price of oil, it's come down slightly today. So that's what's so positive for the stock market. And that's why you're seeing a 2 to 3% bounce across the board on most indices. Um, although yesterday, U.S. President Biden said that the U.S. will ban Russian oil imports. Uh, so that's kind of surprising to see, but maybe we saw oil peak. Uh, and again, that's pushing inflation expectations even higher, right? And so now there's a bit of a concern uh, that we could see uh, slowing global economic growth if these pressures don't subside. So again, that's what the markets are focused on. Uh, the latest uh, in Ukraine is uh, that they're no longer insisting on NATO membership, which may be a positive step towards an end to this conflict. Again, of course, there's so much uh, unknown uh, with this conflict, but again, it will come to an end at some point. And at that point, you'll see markets really move very quickly. And, and that's really what you're seeing, a real bounce today right. uh, in terms of oil prices moving lower. Is there spillover to other commodities as well? Like we were talking earlier this morning about wheat and how prices there are rising. For sure, like agriculture, we own and, and do continue to own a lot of agriculture stocks uh, since last year. And a lot of them are up, uh, uh, you know, 70, 80, 90 percent since we bought them. So we even took some profits last week, um, just knowing that things can't continue one way or another. Nothing goes straight up or nothing goes straight down. So at some point, you got to make a move. Um, and just like consumer stocks, right? When you look at uh, what's bouncing today, I mean, Nike's having a huge day, uh, but it's been hit very hard over the past few weeks. Just thinking again, if people have to pay, you know, this much at the pump to fill their car, are they going to do that? Or are they going to buy a new pair of shoes? Right? So again, a lot of this has to do with the price of oil, uh, of course, due to the Ukraine conflict and war here. So again, this, these are the stories that unfold when you're going through uh, these sorts of geopolitical events or situations. And that's why it's so important to uh, be active about your investment strategy. Um, you know, again, not knowing where what the outcome will be. Again, uh, having experience going through many geopolitical events, uh, you just have to stay on top of the news, uh, make quick decisions when needed, uh, and uh, and go from there. Okay, and let's talk about another uh, big topic right now. And this has to do with International Women's Day, which was yesterday. But uh, let's talk about how that is different for women who invest. How is that different for men who invest when it comes to retirement planning? Yeah, and you know, it's really interesting because, you know, I never want to pigeonhole women into a certain type of investor at all um, because everybody's unique and different. And I often say the reason that you are the way that you are in terms of investing usually has a lot to do with how you were raised, your relationship with money. Uh, and how you feel uh, about volatility and so on. So, um, you know, but really there's a longstanding myth that women take less risk when it comes to investing. Um, and as I said, in reality, your risk tolerance really doesn't have anything to do with your gender, but more as who you are as a person. Uh, it's important that your advisor takes time to listen and get to know you and your goals and, and so on as you're kind of heading into retirement or, or looking at your finances even, right? 
um, there's a lot of facts about female investors. Women tend to be uh, more conscious about risk, uh, but they're comfortable with it when they understand it. Uh, women tend to think longer-term strategy while men focus on short-term gains. Uh, women generally have more patience and tend to stick to their uh, investment plans or strategies. Uh, I also feel that, um, you know, when women are uh, looking at the long term, uh, they also have goals such as, you know, when they're looking at retirement, you know, I want to travel more, I want to, you know, do a reno renovation, I want to gift money to my ad adult children, right? So those are a lot of the conversations we're having where I find that uh, with men, it's more about, you know, what are the returns annually? Um, you know, how are we going to get to those returns? How much in stocks do we have? What are the allocations? And so again, it's just slightly different conversations. And, uh, and again, that's, uh, they, they often complement each other. Right. Uh, and it's, it's just important for financial advisors to take the time and, uh, to learn what, uh, female investors goals are. Yeah. And what are some of the unique challenges then that women face? Uh, well, I think uh, some of the unique challenges are is that women uh, spend a lot more on average uh, on unpaid work, as they say. So we're looking at some facts. So 3.9 hours a day is on unpaid work, and that's uh, one and a half uh, more hours than men spend. So that could be caring for children, uh, taking care of elderly parents, or taking care of the household in general. Uh, women are also less likely to be in the workforce full-time their entire adult life. So again, uh, that usually has to do with uh, having children, raising children, and therefore you're not contributing as much to CPP um, or your overall nest egg. And of course, we also know uh, there is a pay gap here in Canada as well. So women may not be earning as much as men uh, for the same positions. And so that's also something to think about. Uh, also, women uh, generally live longer than men. Um, the average life expectancy for women is 84 and for men is 80. Um, many live longer than that. I often talk about my my Oma. She's turning 102 this year. So, you know, what? Uh, Lord, yes, 102? 102 in July. Yeah, no, we're super excited. And uh, she's smart as a whip. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's amazing to see. And and really the way I see uh, this kind of longevity in her life is uh, by remaining so positive no matter what. Uh, and so, yeah, so it's amazing to see that, uh, you know, how long one can live. And you just got to make sure that your retirement funds I uh, don't your you don't outlive your retirement funds. So again, it's something important to 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 know. And also, if you lose a spouse as well, Simi, that's another major yeah. uh, setback for women, right? So if women are living longer, at some point you may lose your spouse. And what is life like at that point? And how do you deal with it, especially if you don't manage the finances or really uh, take a look at the investment? So again, I always encourage um, both sides uh, of of any couple to be involved at least somewhat, right? Right? They don't have to sit through every portfolio review, but you know, come say hi once in a while. Uh, and I always make sure that the spouse who isn't involved in the finances or in the investments always feels comfortable that they're able to come and ask me any questions. Right, and that's really important as well. Right, because there's some unique situations that I guess that women would find themselves in versus men. Like you talk about a lifetime of perhaps not making as much money as their kind of male co-workers and then maybe they end up divorced maybe whatever the situation widowed whatever the situation may be but they have to kind of compensate for that well exactly i i think that many don't look that far ahead and and divorce is is another major setback or can be right 
uh, to any any woman in their lifetime. And, you know, as long as things are split the way they should be split and so on, then you can continue on. But again, maybe you, you relied too much uh, on your spouse. And, and again, going forward, you need to make sure that you have enough for your own retirement. Um, and so you may have to, you know, go back to work or, or things like that. And then we also see silver divorces. And I will say, I don't see that often. Uh, what that means is just, again, uh, you know, people who are in retirement or seniors actually divorcing. Um, it does happen though. And that can totally change one's life, right? From what you're used to. And again, like I said, death of a spouse is another uh, major one. And, you know, many women um, who outlive their spouse uh, don't actually end up staying with that financial advisor because they didn't have a relationship with them. And so it is important to make sure that you're uh, with a, an advisor that you understand what they're saying. They're not using too much in terms of industry jargon or, you know, o not overcomplicating right. things. And, you know, um, and, and if you are in that situation where your spouse has passed away, it's important for you to feel like you're almost like a new client on your own. You've got to get a new financial plan, a new retirement plan. You may yourself have new goals now. Uh, and it's important for someone to sit down with you uh, to really recognize that, right? It's not the same as it was. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we want a seamless transition and in terms of uh, wealth and income, and so that that uh, that wife or that widow uh, remains confident and secure in life, and to continue on in retirement. That is so true. Listen, Lori, thanks for that this morning. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now, remember, you can contact her team at six zero four six nine five L O R I, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.